Me. So have okay. you seen Ready Player One? Uh, I've read the book, and then I watched the movie and was kind of disappointed, but yeah, the book is amazing. Yeah, the book? I don't know. You gotta read the movie, the though. I like the movie. It it's cool. like 20 times better. I know everybody always says that. It's like, it's always better. But it was legitimately, <laughs> like, way better. And it also was supposed to take place in Oklahoma City. Really? Yeah. I don't know why they changed it to Chicago or whatever. Some dude's backyard. Put a hat on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll take care of him later. All right, welcome to Life, Death, and Everything in Between. Are you just hopping on in? Okay. That's, yeah, that's how <laughs> we got to do shucks. it. <laughs> uh, so today we got Jason Brandon here. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we have well, we have uh, the other David. Quiet guy, apparently. Yeah, quiet guy. The kitty cat in the Super corner. Super excited about it. Uh, Jacob's not with gonna, us today. Is this going to bother? No, okay. no, that, that adds. No, that's, that's ASMR right there. Yeah. Pure ASMR. <laughs> Uh, Jacob can't be with us today. He's uh, he's other otherwise preoccupied. Um, he's got a stone kidney. <coughs> yeah, yeah. His kidney is stoned. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's try to get him on the phone real quick. See if he wants to tell his story. And if he doesn't answer, we'll go ahead. Uh, but today, while I'm trying to multitask, uh, we're going to be talking about virtual reality, all of its uses. It'll be, um, I'm not going to say it's going to be a superficial podcast, but uh, we're just going to keep it light. We're not going to dive into anything deep. Hey, Jacob! How's it going, buddy? Hey. How you feeling? I'm good. Cool. <laughs> You're on air right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we just wanted to call and check up on you. Yeah. We just started recording. I thought... I thought you could uh, briefly explain what the hell's going on. Yeah, well, um, I have a four millimeter kidney stone. Uh, <laughs> oh my that god! Been passing over the last week through my uh, from my kidney through my ureter to my bladder. The old ureter. Um, Like waiting on someone to give birth. <laughs> no kidding. Well, you you sound like you're either in pain <clears throat> or the uh, medications that they sent you home with are working. Copious amounts of pain medicine. I mean, I'm just tired. I was up all night. Um, I haven't I haven't taken. I mean, I just started a flow max, which should open up my urethra a little more, so it doesn't hurt as bad. Um, but when it starts. When it starts coming down, ready to pass, I'm going to take, uh, they send me with, uh, hydrocodone. <laughs> so, they're taking some of that num nums. Uh, <laughs> A sweet kiss of opium. <laughs> right on. Flow max. So, you said that it opens up your. Re- so. I believe it maximizes your flow. But it dilates your, your, uh, your pee hole, your urethra? So do you have to, like I don't know, like wear a diaper or something? He's, I mean, going or do you a, still have uh, from control? From a straw to a hose. <laughs> no, I, I just, uh, every time I pee, I, they all stay home with like a strainer. So I have to pee through a strainer, and if it passes, then the strainer will, will catch the rock. It's like sifting and for gold. I have to, 
tails with him, you know, with a specimen cup. And so I have to take the, the rock and put it in the specimen cup and then take it to a urologist to uh, figure out what it, what it is. Gotcha. Yep, that's a kidney stone. <laughs> There's stones in them, they're kidneys. <laughs> Do you think he'll like pop it in his mouth, chew on it, on it a bit, spit it out, and say, yeah, that's a stone, buddy? That's a 100% kidney stone. Yes, sir. That'd be disgusting. Are you going to keep it if they let you? Uh, no. No, you don't. <laughs> you should try to grow it. Feed it every day, <laughs> sing to it at night. <laughs> Please put it. Please put it in a neck. Uh, make it into a necklace. I'm not going this to, was in me. But um, sweet puka shells. Night, they uh, gave me a lot of meds. Uh, they, they gave me like morphine, a couple other pain meds. I was zonked out all night. Lay um, off the tea, man. Yeah, yeah. Lots of cranberry juice. No, no animal fats. No tea. Don't have any more fun in life, Jacob. Plenty of kidney punches. Yeah. That might break up. I think loose. I think you just need to eat a bigger kidney stone so it'll get in there and it'll and, be, yeah. it'll beat that one up. <laughs> and then you'll have to eat another bigger kidney stone to go after that one. There's always uh-huh. It's like the little lay it swallowed the fly kind of thing, but eventually you'll you'll get to one that's so big you can't swallow it. And then you won't have a problem anymore because you'll be dead. See? He knows what he's talking you'll about. You have to start suppositing them. Wow, that's some real uh, I'm. I also need to say I am. Uh, I am not a medical professional. Uh, no, dude, it's okay. This is not a medical podcast. You, you've had a, you've had your own kidney experience, kidney stone experience. Yeah, I passed out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jacob. Well, we'll uh, we'll let you go here so you can get some rest. All right. Hey guys, what up? It's Jacob here. Welcome to episode eight of the podcast. <laughs> do 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 do. do. There it is. All right. Awesome, man. All right. Well, he starts crying immediately. (laughs) Who want to be there? My kidneys hurt so bad. (laughs) All right, man. Right on, man. Okay, we'll get to feeling better. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. So that's why Jacob can't be here. He's He's dying. Making up medical issues. I mean,. That yes, he just didn't want to meet you. That's, That's all. It comes uh, yeah, down he's to. very antisocial. Issues. Okay, well, uh, we got to do our ceremonial shot. Uh, Jason is straight edge. Kudos to that. That takes. Uh, uh, I can't imagine ever ever doing that. You have never had alcohol. That's. Uh, I swallowed some mouthwash one time on accident. Yeah, that wasn't good. Did it mess you up? It made my breath minty fresh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, check out. I, my it breath. wasn't like a lot. But. I've right. crashed on mouthwash before. Have you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about that. We'll, we'll talk about. We'll uh, we'll have to do a. Uh, we'll have to do an episode on that. For sure. Hey, you want to bring your dad over? Um. I know I can't drink mouthwash. I don't know if he knows anything about VR. Uh, that's or, that's uh, why AR. we need to get that generation's uh, take, their perspective on it. Huh. Well, we'll have to just do another one and invite him on. Do we just make this a two-parter? We, it can be a two-parter. We're going to have to do that with the next one. So, yeah, we were supposed to do Area 51 today. Again, Jacob, he's dying. Well, his wiener's dying. So, we'll do that next he's time. He's about to give birth to a All beautiful right. baby kidney. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm spilling whiskey. We're uh, taking a shot of Henderson today.
All right, bottoms up. Whew. That's not bad. I can tell by the look on your faces that you really enjoyed that. Well, <laughs> it's uh, it's not the worst. All right, so again, today we're talking about VR, maybe touch on uh, AR a little bit, VR being virtual reality, AR being augmented reality. So, Snapchat. Where should we start? Snapchat. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, all virtual reality. I'm new to this. Filters. Or, I mean, uh, AR. augmented, yeah. 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 And there's actually, uh, I think there's an emergence of both of those things kind of coming together for like a really immersive experience. And then how like Pokemon Go works. Yeah, too. Pokemon Go is all. Well, I mean, it's AR, but you can turn it off. I think, which is what most people do. So, well, how would those two mix up? I mean, it seems like those would be... Well, I don't know, David. I'm not an expert. Well, (laughs) neither are. But, well, we're speculating. I mean, I don't... If if they're coming together, how would that work? I don't know. Like how Google Glasses... That'd be cool if they had glasses. Like the HoloLens and things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's it's not going to be, like, fully immersive VR, but Mm -hmm. they're going to implement more VR... In the means of like an AR kind of lens, like oh, okay. a, a Google Glass or a HoloLens, or I got gotcha. you. Any like of the other ones? Everything that you look at gives you information about. And it. I think there's even some companies that are like trying to make contact lenses that have either. that same kind of tech in them. But I imagine that would be crazy expensive. Yeah, and I wonder how that would be powered. I mean, it'd have to. I don't know. Go go off your body heat Plus somehow. The base of your skull, like yeah. Matrix. Did you ever watch Futurama when they got the iPhone? <laughs> Uh, sending twits. It's, yeah, it's basically. Like that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That's one of the. Is it one of the newer? Yeah, like, like I, really newer ones comparatively. But yeah, no. it, it would have been after they got booted from Comedy Central and then brought back on Fox or whatever they did. Okay, no, I didn't see that one. It was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, none of the newer ones. Man, I love that like, series. Kind of like, became part of their yeah, eye. They're like, and now we're going iPhone. to install your new iPhone, oh, and it's like. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> well, hell, we're we're almost there. Yeah, one of the uh, let's see, I, I don't know if it was Google Glass, uh, probably was. Um, but whenever whenever you're using maps, uh, yeah. So we're going to pretend. Yeah, the new Google phone has AR for that, their Google Maps. Okay, yeah, that's I what saw, it is. There was a commercial about it the other day. Okay, so it's not the Google Glass. It's on the. F- it's that's on the right. Phone. It's on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have you heard about it, good one? No. So. Uh, very yeah, so you, you uh, that's a good idea. Probably turn that off. Um, turn it up? Turn it off. Oh. Well, silent. Where's mine? Well, it doesn't matter. Can you go to the uh, the yeah, so, so the way that works, you have maps open, and you point your camera, so it's a live video feed, and it's... It just has the arrows of wherever you're going displayed on it. So that's pretty cool. Do you think they store that? Well, well I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you know. I do. I think they probably store everything. Yeah. Well, you know you can. Uh, I, I forget how, but there is a menu that you can go into on uh, like your Google account. Mm-hmm. And it shows you all the places you've been. Here's something super weird. So I have one of those Google Dots or Mini or whatever they're called. The mm-hmm. little donut looking thing. Uh, if you go into my Google Home application... And then, like, go into, like, it's, like, three clicks to get to the right setting or whatever. You can go through and you can listen to all of my responses to it. Like, they record each and every one. Every time I what? say, hey, Google, or okay, Google. Really? It starts a recording and it's stored on my phone. Yeah. And so it just popped up right then. Huh. You were talking about it. Yeah. So. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, why do you think, I mean, why do they, 
Why do you think they collect all that data? I don't know. This is starting to turn into like a uh, anti-Google uh, Big like Brother conspiracy. conversation. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's kind of going that way. I mean, it doesn't bother me. Like, I would like intelligence. I'm aware like it happens, think. and I I don't really care if they know that I. Well, I, I won't go into what I look up on Google, but I I don't care. It doesn't bother me. There's no telling what you look up. You have a bidet, you freak. <laughs> no, dude, I'm just joking. dude, it's a life Nothing, changer. nothing. It is nothing um, like a clean butthole. I would like to think that they store that information uh, to <laughs> improve their services. <laughs> Yeah, of course. But at some point, like, is there ever a point where it gets to, like, we have too much data? Because I know if you, like, in, in, like, college, if you did, like, a study, I mean, you the more participants you had, the better. But at what point does that max out, like, where you're you're getting, like, that diminishing returns kind of thing? Right. You know? uh, yeah, how much, how much data is too much data? Yeah. And, I mean, uh, who, who reads the term of service, terms yeah. of service? Uh, I mean, I don't. Well, I mean, now most of them just have the option where you'd like, like on the PlayStation, you can just like hit like a certain button and it just skips all that to the point where you have to say, I accept. Right. So yeah. Like, yeah. They're, they're making it easy for you to be like, well, you're not informed and we want you to not be. But now, like I said, this is turning into like an anti Big Brother thing. So I'm not, I mean, back to VR. I'm not anti, but, but VR, yeah, you're right. VR. Let's get back. <laughs> Let's it's just dudes with like, Braveheart face paint no, all over him. Do you remember VR Troopers <clears throat> from the nineties? Like, I guess I don't. This, the bullshit that was it was very it was similar in vain to the Power Rangers. But they tried to take off on that because, like, remember VR in the nineties? Was this like the uh, Mega Mega Bloks version of of Power Rangers? <laughs> or like the uh, GoBots like, versus Transformers? <clears throat> these teenagers like they get these these VR glasses and then they turn into fucking robots. It's like your Power Rangers, but you can buy these at the dollar store. Something like <laughs> anim- Animorphs? That mm. kind of sounds like Animorphs. Kind of. Was it Animorphs or Digimorphs? Or was there both? Animorphs. Animorphs was like people that. that turned into... Weren't those books? Yeah. They turned into I animorphs. think so. I never. Well, I never read any of them. I, I stuck oh, I with uh, Hank the Cow Dog. <laughs> that was my jam. Yeah. <laughs> can't beat old Hank. <laughs> well, you could beat old Hank. That'd be awful, though. Don't beat your dogs, people. Uh, okay, so let's. Uh, <laughs> this brought, <to> <laughs> brought to you by the Humane Society. It's brought to you by Bob Barker. Don't beat your spay dogs. and neuter them. If they're not spayed and neuter, beat them. Um, so I, I, do, I don't condone anything that was just said. <laughs> Me either. Okay, so VR. VR. Uh, so how how might it be used for education? I mean, it's it's definitely being used for education. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, just because I, I told you before, I didn't do any research, but I have, I've been interested in VR and tech stuff for a long time. So I get like articles and stuff that pop up on news feeds and, you know, uh, I watch review videos on a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot of trade schools are going that route, mm-hmm. uh, like, cause some of the trade crafts that people do can be fairly expensive to get the materials to practice on. Sure. So, so, so welding, uh, yeah. automotive. Welding, uh, collision repair, like you said, um, you had mentioned earlier that Chipotle is using it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, jumping up to uh, uh, so we just job told, training. We're going to skip this. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's okay. We can skip. <laughs> we, we have fun on this show. This is like jazz, baby. We're bouncing around. Yeah, I didn't read how they use it, but uh, yeah. 
businesses like Walmart, Chipotle, Verizon, Tyson, uh, Fidelity Investments, they use VR training. So at what point in the VR uh, application at Chipotle does it say not to add uh, salmonella? Well, so I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> or, that or E. coli. I, I'm guessing that the man, manager, the training manager, whatever they they can set up different scenarios. Oh, would be wow. would be my guess. Yeah. So so like this you know, dude maybe, is a jerk. So we're gonna like not fold his burrito so it falls all over his pants. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Things like that. But I can't imagine what would it be though. I mean, are we talking about the are we talking about the workers in the restaurant or is this like some like higher up? Like higher management but or what something. What need would they need? For, like I don't know. We're gonna put you in a hostile and work environment situation, <laughs> you, and you, you have to you, manage your way through. You it. have ninety seconds to get this burrito wrapped while this while three customers are screaming at see, you. See, that makes more sense to me. Like if it was just like a, you're on the line, you're cooking kind of thing, I can see that. But like upper management, why would they need VR? I don't know. I mean, some of those data spreadsheets can be confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why not just use a computer? Well, you know, it's not immersive. They need to feel like they're in a cubicle. Yeah, uh, they, they need the, the full so full job environment. simulator environment, which is a segue back into the more recreational use of VR, which is video games. Uh recreational VR. We got medicinal pat. Wait, that's marijuana. <laughs> okay, but on punch. Medicinal VR. Do you have a what? What all is on PlayStation that? Is that a? Uh, because I've seen videos of of that. Uh, what is it? Work simu- office simulator. <coughs> it's what is a it? job simulator, simulator and they, they actually just came out with a new one. I want to say beginning of this year called uh, Vacation Simulator, and like it's it's wow. a cool concept. It's like the whole premise behind it, and I just realized I'm not making eye contact with you whatsoever, which makes this weird. And now it's even weirder. You better look at me. <laughs> I'm looking you look dead in the eyes. Oh, my God. Look at me when you're talking to me. Your eyes are look beautiful. They're hazel. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, but oh, anyway, like the concept that behind the game much. is like you're in the future. And uh, like this is a, a data program that's supposed to. Sh- it's like a, a time capsule. So like this is what life was like yada yada years ago. So like you plug into it. And it's very like tongue in cheek, and it's supposed to be funny and animated and stuff. But like all the coworkers you work with are robots. And, like on the job simulator one, you can like so there's like a photocopier. Are are you the are you a robot too? I think you go into like a like a robot form. You never okay. see yourself. You just see your hands. Okay. Uh, but on the job simulator, like there's even like a photocopier, and if you like lean your headset into it and then hit the start button, like a brain pops out. Like it's just like. Just little camp, goofy, just silly. Yeah, humor. it's just stupid stuff, but it's like super entertaining at the same time. I gotcha. That does sound fun as hell. What was uh? Since we're on the uh, recreational usage of uh, virtual reality technology, <laughs> you you brought uh, you brought a couple games over today. Yeah, I did. What uh, I think most people are aware of it. it what it's a uh, it's that bomb diffusal game. What speaker? No one dies. Uh, keep talking it, and nobody explodes. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, it is one of the funnest games, and it's like a really interesting concept. Which kind of could segue us back into, uh, like, job training, because legitimately, I mean, like, if you're working on a bomb squad, it might be a good idea to have some, like, hours in training and, like, how to diffuse certain things. But this is an animated, fun version of that. You never know. I mean... (laughs) We're going to need to diffuse a bomb. You might have to diffuse a Chipotle burrito. You never know. (laughs) I uh, I wonder what real bomb disposal experts would... How, how they would uh, look There's at the actually game. a, a well, BuzzFeed. You've probably seen them on YouTube. It's a, yeah, yeah. Uh, they they ran a couple video series of actual 
bomb defusal experts that oh, worked really? in the field and were retired and they played the game and they were like, yeah, it's like, it's not the same at all, but they're like, it gives you the same feeling because you feel like you're fighting a clock. You feel like if you make one mistake, it's all over. Okay. Which is a really cool concept and it's, it goes back to that immersive piece of like, that's what a lot of people that play video games want. They want to feel like they're living through that character or becoming that character in the process. For sure. For sure. Yeah, even like the uh, Resident Evil game, some people just want to go through that Gosh. terrifying... That shit's frightening. So, <clears throat> when Resident Evil 7 came out, bought it, beat it in like a week, uh, super terrifying I've never game. played a Resident Evil game. It. Oh, you're killing me, man. I, dude, I know. <laughs> it's, Resident it's, Evil it's, 7 it's one of those things. is my it's number like two me favorite movies, game like, of all time. Nothing against Resident Evil games, I just I haven't gotten around to it. Which 7 was like a total revamp... Of like every, like up until that point, they were all like third person over your shoulder and it was just totally different. This one was first person. It didn't have like zombies in it like you would particularly think. Um, Just a really, really, really good narrative based story. But anyway, uh, it came with a VR mode included. Like that was one of the selling points is like you get a free VR game with it. Uh, and that's the one game to this day I still haven't played in VR because it was genuinely terrifying, and I don't know if I'm ready to take the plunge. It's uh, it's intense. Feels it's, like you're, it's, feels like you're being chased. But camping. I but I did bring it just in case you wanted to dabble. Yeah, yeah, we were looking at what you brought earlier. Yeah, we'll, uh, which uh, most of those are on the hard drive, but that one's a disc. So. That'll work. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it after lunch. Yeah, it's probably good. That way we can puke our guts up mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. motion sickness. Yeah, that's that a, does happen. Would you but like it, to? It I feel happen. like there's a, there's a story there. Would you like to elaborate? Oh, no, like, Have you puked? No, not puke, but like... What you I mean, like, just a little, one time. What are you doing? Then I swallow it. Then are you going to puke? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's an inside joke. You guys don't get it. Yeah, I don't there's get it whatever either. Space, there's one of the space games on the demo disc. And you fly around in the ship. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, one. I just got really clammy and sweaty and had to stop for a little while because my uh, my it, brother and his yeah. uh, fiance came into town uh, at some I don't remember when it was, but anyway, he had never played VR before, so that was one of the games that I let him try out, and he he said the same thing like this one is making me kind of sick, and that's one I haven't done yet. But I think it's it's really creative because a lot of the developers have put a lot of effort into doing certain things with the the scenes whenever you're moving to cut back on that motion sickness kind of feeling. And I think a lot of it has to do with your like peripheral vision mm-hmm. because if you don't like blur those edges when you're moving in the game, you get that weird sensation of like I'm moving, but my body's not. And that's when you get the sick feeling. I gotcha. So like watching the videos of, uh, of, of people like, typically it's older people, you know, kids uh, make their parents or grandparents wear the headsets. Uh, those people are freaking out typically in those videos. I mean, is yeah. it? I mean, is it that immersive? That um, I mean, I get, I get. Essentially, you did explain that, but I mean, do you have that feeling? I mean, like holy shit! The first, the first like foray I had into VR was with a uh, a Gear VR for my phone, which was made by Oculus, but it's nowhere near the same level as like an Oculus or a, a Vive or any of those. Um, Wait, the Vive. HTC. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Steam's thing, isn't it? Uh, I think Steam has Steam has Valve. That yeah, okay. yeah. Vive is HTC's, and for a long time, I think it was actually like just it had a better processor and everything. So, um, but anyway, I digress. Um, 
even with the applications on my phone running, like there were times that you kind of get lost in it. And I think it just, it's something, I don't know what happens. And I'd studied psychology in school, but I still haven't done like the research on it to figure out. But if you get audio input and visual input and you get that feeling of motion, even though you're not moving, like your brain just goes on autopilot and it just runs with it. So it doesn't take long for you to get immersed in whatever game you're playing or situation. That reminds me of those uh, sim- sensory deprivation rooms. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, you Which is to, kind of the opposite, but the bit. same concept. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, essentially your brain is like overridden or o- overwhelmed. And so it just starts trying to trying to compensate for whatever it thinks I'm it's new. Missing. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what, how is that set up? It's like, uh, no sensory deprivation rooms. They're, they're like soundproof booths. They're soundproof. Don't, don't you, you like lay in it, a pool of water yeah. and like, I think it's, it's like, don't a, you have to like have red lights and special goggles on? I and, see, I've never done it. Um, but I think there's like temperature control that goes into it. There's a lot of different things that go into it for it to be like an actual deprivation kind of thing. Right. So, but, but, uh, I yeah, don't, don't, don't people, about it. I mean, essentially just start tripping balls. I mean, that's what I've heard, but yeah. if there's, I mean, it's also like, if some, if one person says that, how likely is it for like everyone else to be like, yeah, that happened to me too. Right. Well, true, true. I mean, if it's something we, that's set up at a mall, how, I mean, sure. how legit. Well, we could, uh, we're secluded out here. We could set it up. Uh, we could go out to the pond. Yeah. We just flip over like a cattle tank and, yeah. uh. Okay. We're yeah. going to do this later. We'll take, uh, we'll take videos. This is sure. our uh, tutorial on a DIY deprivation chamber. <laughs> uh. Tripping balls without drugs. That's what it's going to be. I, I guess. We're going to trip our balls off. I guess you will. I'll watch. <laughs> okay. Fine. Actually, I got to go. Uh, no, I'm just checking. Dude, your wife's not even... She's she's probably... Uh, she's she's not anywhere close to you. She hasn't even left yet. Oh, really? I can't wait for you to try that. That Until Dawn game that he was talking about, that Rush of Blood, because it's like a... It's like a roller coaster. It's like a, yeah. And when you go down the the hill, like it, you get that. You get the guttural, yeah, from Borderlands from just playing the game. Oh my god! Which is another crazy thing because Borderlands Two actually has a VR. Yeah, it's like a VR game now. um, Which I was talking to my cousin and a a good buddy of mine the other day, and I was like, I cannot imagine playing that just because it's like that weird, like it's almost like a comic book style artwork. And it's almost like pop art at the same time. Mm-hmm. But then you've got like numbers jumping around every time you hit something. Or you've got dust effects and lighting effects. Like if one game's going to cause a seizure, it's probably going to be that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So uh, if someone has a VR version of it, can they, can they play with people that don't have the VR version? See that, I don't know. I feel like potentially that maybe, could happen. If, that, if that's the case, you got the wrong version, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it. it may not be a full game though. <laughs> it, may, it may be a watered down <laughs> version of just the story, but I don't know, something to look into. And Did you there's a game called Megaton Rainfall? Uh-huh. And you That's like, a hardcore name. Megaton Rainfall. It takes the form of like it's almost like you're Superman and you can fly, you can leave the planet and go to other planets. It's like procedurally generated. That's and cool. You're saving the universe from an alien thing, but yeah, you can you got like thrusters and stuff and you fly yeah the flying it feels like you're really flying there is the ground there is one game that 
has I think it might be out or it's getting ready to come out. Do you remember No Man's Sky when it came out? Yeah. Yeah. So they're coming out with a VR mode of that, uh, which when that game came out, it was like a huge flop, I guess, because they were like, this game was supposed to be super hyped up and it's super underdeveloped. Right. But I guess help, they've, help, they've put but, a ton of work into it and you can get it relatively cheap now. So there's that. Right. But, you know, on that note, on uh, how how is it that all the videos they released of that game, because it looks sweet. It does look, and uh, Sebastian, but, Sebastian has it, and he's actually dumped a ton of hours into has it. Has he? Um, but what, but how how the hell is it that we, we see all these videos, it, it's talked up, we can do all these things, when it comes out, it's nothing. Like, none of the stuff that people well, saw in the videos. Well, I, I think a lot of that is whenever a publisher is, like, doing, like, a, I don't know, like, a gimmick, like, before the game comes out, it's a bad way. Like, promotional stuff. So they send it to all these, like you know, websites for review or these companies, I think they only give them like, here's a 30 minute demo and this is what we want you to see. So, Mm. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of games like cyberpunk, like this, the footage we've seen of that game looks amazing. It does. I'm excited about it. Is that that out now? No, it'll be out next year, I think. Uh, but the developers already said like, what you've seen is not, what the game is like it's going to be different and it's going to keep changing until we actually publish it hmm. so i mean i don't know there's a lot in there it'd be interesting to see though yeah. that would be a crazy game i'm excited for it yeah no kidding yeah but going back to what uh what goodwin said yeah playing borderlands or really any game anymore <clears throat> i don't know i get the sense of vertigo whenever i jump off a high point like i feel like i'm actually falling really? i didn't used to have that but it's so intense now is like, it like i get that i get, get that, that body like, response or do you get yeah like, Oh, totally! Like, like deep in the like my low abs, my groin yeah. area. Like, I just yeah. I mean, it's cool, but at the same time, it's like holy shit. There's like uh, there's there's an actual term for that. I was listening to another podcast. I'm gonna plug it. Good, do it. Not that it needs no. plugged because it's like super popular, but it's wonderful. It's uh, Griffin McElroy from My Brother, My Brother and Me. It's him and his wife, and they do an entire show about things that they just like. I so think, I think Jacob have talked has talked about it's a, it's Ma- a good maybe one. not. I, all, I, I mean, all the stuff they do is good, but um, he was talking like he likes to watch American Ninja Warrior. And he's like, I find it weird that I like to watch it because I'm like the most unathletic person on the planet. But <laughs> I think he's spoken for most uh, most. Well, Americans. and I also have this problem when I watch it. I have like overinflated ego. I'm like, yeah, I could totally do that, <laughs> even though I haven't worked out in like five years. But anyway, uh, he was talking. He's like, I don't know the actual term for it, and. A lot of people have written in and like told him, but he he basically said it was like a sympathetic, like nerve response. So like he's watching it and he, somebody goes my, for a big my jump. Body cares about me. It's sympathetic, <laughs> right? Aww. Aww. So like somebody's going for a big jump and he finds himself like getting so enthralled in what they're doing that his leg moves. Like he's jumping too, and I find myself doing that all the time. Oh, I was playing Spider Man last night and I was swinging and I found myself like lunging forward. Whenever I was grabbing onto the next, it was super weird, dude. Anytime I'm playing, uh, <laughs> super weird. I probably look like a total look like a moron. It, it, <laughs> any anytime I'm playing a game where I'm flying a jet or some kind of plane, I do that. Like, like I'll, Ace Combat. I'll, yeah, like yeah. I'll like I'll start tilting, uh, and then I get real confused. Yeah, which is this is just not related at all. But I think PlayStation like they ran with that on the PS3 launch. When they went from a DualShock uh-huh. 2 to the 3, they made it a 6-axis. So whenever people... I mean, if you play Ace Combat, you're going to lean whenever the plane's turning. 
but they put gyros in their controller uh-huh. that when you leaned and the controller leaned, it leaned the plane. So it was like even more immersive. And I don't know. It's just little things like that. It's it's too bad there wasn't that wasn't put to more use. I mean, it, it was a yeah. cool idea. You um, could tell I, with like their own stuff that they were publishing. Like, mm-hmm. was that kills? Is it Kill Zone? Kill Switch yes. or whatever. Kill Zone. Kill Zone. Yeah, they use that was integrated a lot in that game. But yeah. other games, yeah, they're just like it, it's not worth it. It was pretty rare. Yeah, I mean, because these uh, these these uh, game developers, I mean, they're they're making it for. Not just the PlayStation Multiple platforms, right? Yeah. And okay, you have the Xbox, PC, but okay, well, well, this one platform has this motion control. I mean, do we really want to dick around with that? Uh, that's a lot, lot more uh, production development. Uh, now, nah, let's just skip it. Yeah. But uh, cool, mm, cool. Xbox. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Where you go, Bill? That was Bill Gates, by the way. I thought you were using my uh, for for whatever re- you wouldn't have known this. Uh, my nickname at my previous job was Bill. Yeah, was I wouldn't another, have known that. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, you, I totally you, didn't know that. No, you been... you gave me flashbacks and well. it, it uh, gave me pause because I was thinking, how the hell did he know? It gave that? you pause. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my gosh, he's turning into a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm barehanded now. Uh, yeah. Anyways, well, we, we love bad jokes here. here. Yeah, we're gonna kill it right now. Uh, anyway, back to VR. You had a whole list of stuff, man. I feel like I'm well, just we like... say we say whole list. I mean, we've really we've hit on almost everything. Uh, VR for education. Uh, you know, let, let's speculate speculate a little bit more on that. I mean, we did touch on job training, which sure. technically is. Education. We did leave that one topic, which is kind of sad because we both work in mental health and we nope. didn't cover. It's right there. Oh, he's got it written down. Yep, I got it written down. And look at this. We're we're not going to read this. Uh, oh, but, you found published research. Awesome. <laughs> that's right. That's how we do. Is this peer reviewed? Um, if it's not, it's garbage. I mean, just at a glance, it seems to be. <laughs> Switzerland, Denmark. Uh, there's uh, there's names. Uh, Use of H, H- the, Grillen, the paper he's referring to. F. Requiri. Is, uh, I can't pronounce these names. I'm assuming that's Grillon and at all. Grillon. Grilling. G-R-I-L-L-O-N. We're going to be grilling here before too long. And uh, his colleagues came up with a paper called Use of Virtual Reality as a Therapeutic Tool for Behavioral Exposure in the Ambit of Social Anxiety Disorder Treatment. That's a pretty good title, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it really rolls off the tongue. But anyway, yeah. yeah. I mean, I have that, That's this. how any good research paper is done. Just probably should right have glanced at this beforehand. My bad. We can, we, I mean, we can glance at it right now. Um, I mean, we, we can look at the abstract. It's probably like a 23-page paper. It's probably not a good idea to have oh, a lot 23. of here. No, it's only eight. Oh, only eight. Yeah. So we'll just, we're going to go ahead and read the eight pages of okay, this. Okay, so <clears throat> chapter one. <laughs> <laughs> Introduction. The goal of our study. All right, we're not doing that. Um, but I did, I did skim through this when I say skim, I read the abstract. So I read yeah, just like everyone did in college. Cool. Yeah, that's right. And call, uh, do that. And Wikipedia, and well, you got it. You got yourself a paper. You got yourself a, a fine C. No, no. C's get degrees. But no, but Wikipedia makes it easy to do references. I guess. Because you just scroll down to their references section and just, uh, you know. Put it, put it in your APA. I find that our APA college experiences a, were way different. Hey, you know, sometimes you were short on time. There was one semester. So the the school I went to, mm-hmm. and I, I think that, this is... That uh, shall remain nameless. Right. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we won't talk about that. But uh, 
So we had to do what, what was called uh, writing and learn classes. Rhymes with it. <laughs> Just joking. Yeah. No, my God. It, it sure it sure did. Uh, so I held off on those until one semester. I thought, oh, well, that can't be too bad. So the, the writing and learn classes, you know, most everyone's familiar with, familiar with the Scantrons. Mm-hmm. That's how you do your test. Those yeah. writing and learn classes, oh, no, it's all essay. So... My genius ass is like, yeah, I'm just going to knock these all out this one semester and junior year. So I have, uh, these, these high, uh, these, these high level, uh, political science classes. And, uh, so I had two of those as writing and learn. Dude, it was a nightmare. It was an absolute it nightmare. Like it. You, uh, you lost me at political science classes. Dude, it, w- it was terrible. <coughs> so yeah, Wikipedia was my friend. Uh, didn't do too bad. Well, good for you. Yep. But I mean, God, you have a degree, awful. so there's that. Yep. Uh, yeah, but anyway, but anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, so not to get into too much detail because, like you said, you skimmed through it, but I haven't even looked at this article yet. Um, I mean, so we can again, we can speculate. I mean, this is talking about uh, social anxiety, and of of course, the idea there is going to be immersion therapy, right? You know, combined right. with uh, likely CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, so. It's also used at this, this, uh, this isn't talking about it, but we talked about it the other day, yeah. but used for veterans. Uh, yeah, a lot of PTSD therapy mm-hmm. is, uh, exposure based. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not so much that it's just exposure, but they also do a lot of cognitive and I think a little bit of dialectical behavioral mm-hmm. therapy with it. Sure. Um, so they kind of get them back into that situation. Which brings up those memories, and then they can kind of unpack a little bit better. That's a really watered down and poor way to put it. But it is on on a side note on that, um, I, I'll just leave it at this. But there ha- there has been a lot of uh, research and and a few uh, experimental treatments for veterans with PTSD using uh, uh, essentially uh, ecstasy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, M- like a, MDMA, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they do it in a, a very controlled dose. It's not like, ah, oh, here's your party dose. Also, but, uh, real quick Which is fun where fact: MDMA on, came from originally. Uh, right, it was, it was used in research. Uh, real quick fun fact here: uh, your your uh, typical street ecstasy. That's likely there's likely a methamphetamine base in there. When we're talking about therapeutic a grade, bath salt never hurt <laughs> nobody. No, yeah, you just get a little hungry for face, but. Uh, so when we're, when, when I'm mentioning this, this is, this is pure ecstasy, um, developed in a lab yeah. by professionals. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, interestingly, uh, ecstasy, good, you know, far, uh, I guess I can't say pharmaceutical, but lab ecstasy is apparently non-addictive, uh, but we're not talking about drugs in this episode. So we'll just leave it at that. You guys can look it up on your own. Uh, we're not licensed, uh, psychologists or psychiatrists. So take that as you will. Anyway. Anyways, so yeah, I mean, it's it's got a lot of therapy uses. You have something to say, other David? Oh no, he was he was mocking me. My my uh, my get did I? Yeah. Oh baby, baby, I'm sorry. There's some touching going on. I was not. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you unless you you want to just stop. (laughs) Stop going like that. So how about we how about we go back to like a uh, a little more of a light subject? So sure. Obviously, I mean, video games. Mm-hmm. Are pretty important to everyone here. Yeah, uh, I think I pretty. Uh, I've i personally been playing video games since I was probably five or six, uh, and I would imagine the same for both of you. Yeah, same. Um, 
it I think it's just crazy to see because I mean we started out with like a, a Nintendo, you know, and just to see the progression. Fucking virtual Boy. And we never Oh the Virtual Boy. We're talking about virtual reality. <laughs> we we haven't even to... brought up the Virtual Boy. Which is like virtual reality in name only because literally it was like an uh, lcd screen someone didn't play mario L- tennis oh. because that ball coming at you that ball coming that at you look trippy. out you in got that you got that sympathetic <laughs> in response red and black yeah i mean i guess it would give you the same experience but nah. it's just crazy how advanced everything's getting and it's only going to get more and more advanced mm-hmm. and i mean i'm excited for it I'm gonna keep I, buying VR stuff. Yeah, well, I don't have any VR stuff, but you'll get there, pumpkin. Well, <laughs> maybe after today. I've, I've, I haven't used any kind of VR stuff. Uh, Jason, uh, Jason brought a few games. David brought his uh, rig. So this is gonna be uh, my virgin voyage. I'm kind of excited about. Yeah. It. So you're gonna you're gonna play around with a couple move controllers today. It was just, this is PSVR, so it's not like. Mm-hmm. I guess it's probably most people's entry level point now because it's the most accessible because not a lot of people have gaming PCs that can run VR. Mm -hmm. Um, And gaming on a PC with VR is crazy expensive. So this is probably a good starter point for anybody that's interested in it. So you're going to use some move controllers. You're going to use a a VR aim controller, which is developed by Sony and it's made specifically just for first person shooters. And we've, I mean, you've already picked it up and you've messed around with it. It doesn't have the weight or feel or look actually of a real gun. Um, um, I mean, it's got, it's got similar, it's similarities got a to a, a bullpup rifle, so. I guess, uh, but the overall shape and stuff is, is just a little weird, but yeah, once you is. get the headset on and, uh, you pull a gun up to your line of sight, like you see an actual gun. So, I mean, it, that, is, it, that does sound fucking cool. It like, it really just throws you in the middle of whatever experience you're going into and it, it is, it's really cool. Hadn't they, uh. No, not not necessarily VR, but hadn't they tried uh, basically that same concept on PS3? Yeah, so when the PS3 had the what they call PS, just the PSI just the or PS, whatever. Well, the the, the I was on the two. Oh, okay. um, which it was purely like I guess you could call it AR, but it was mainly just like an overlay on the screen that you interacted with. Um, but yeah, they had like they developed. Yeah, it was more like a connect. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, they had developed a gun for the PS3 camera, um, and I read an article whenever this one came out, and they were like, why did they make it look like a piece of PVC that's wrapped around in a weird shape? And a lot of the overwhelming consensus was like, you know, that gun came out before a lot of like shootings and stuff had happened, mainstream media, and there's always that stigma of like violent video games uh-huh. lead to aggressive behaviors and more specifically like school shootings or, you know, some kind of act of terrorism. So they went with this kind of design to kind of like reduce that stigma. A sure, bit. sure. So, you know, whatever. Is there, from what you know, is there any any legitimate connection between violent video games and, so uh, I, and I, violent behavior? I actually wrote a paper in college. Uh, it was I, like... I Oh, <laughs> a clever boy. Uh, I wrote a paper in college. I didn't do like extensive research. I did do probably about a month and a half to two months worth of research. And I dived over anywhere from like 10 to 15 papers on the topic. Um, and everything that I read, there was not a direct connection between 
you play Grand Theft Auto, you're going to shoot somebody in real life. Um, there was correlation for like increased Dude, aggression. That's the last thing I ever want to do, and I play the shit out of Grand right? Theft Auto. There is correlation, which if you had college psych, correlation doesn't imply causation. Mm-hmm. So there's not saying like this is going to happen for sure. Um, there is correlation, though, that suggests um, being in violent situations or intaking violent situations through your media can obviously influence your mood, hmm. which makes sense, right? Like, if people listen to sad music, they're more likely to feel a little sad. Or if they watch, you know, a violent movie, it might give them an emotional response that feels like anger or feels like stress or feels like whatever. So, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. Sure, sure there is that. Uh, and on that note, I mean, being in, in uh, what can be considered violent situations... I I picked this uh, I picked this up from uh, another podcast. It's called Serial Killers, specifically uh, the uh, the Picton. Uh, can't remember his first name, but the Willie, Picton. Willie Picton. Willie something. Picton. That's right. But yeah, I've no uh, idea they, what you're talking about. They they mention in that that uh, you know people butchers specifically uh, they have a higher tendency to engage in violent behavior, murders. Cutting all that meat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. being so desensitized to blood and gore and yeah. It's just, what about uh, morticians? <laughs> oh well, that's funny you bring it up because uh, his, oh, his uh, brother is a mortician. Yeah, get, oh yeah. Get, get a little closer here. Oh, I mean that's <laughs> that's the end of the story. But, <laughs> but bro, you, but you have, mortician. Uh, oh yeah, you, he gets uncomfortable because I can. I'm just used to it. Get closer. Because he's been involved in that since I, you know, he's ten years older than me, right. so. I was a little kid when he started all that stuff, and I, yeah, death is bothering me. I uh, I played but, but animals though. Animals, like, but the, here's the inter- interesting thing, I, I think about you is, uh, you you occasionally help go pick up dead bodies, yeah, and that's just wild. And you you talk about it like, it's just like <laughs> nothing. Well, I mean, not to get like too existential or like dive into like religion or anything, but I I mean if. I mean, obviously, I, get, I have a reaction if I see a dead body. Sure. Um, but I feel like that, I mean, if a body's dead, that person's not that body. You know what I mean? Like, it's not I, like... It's sure. A, which is different if you obviously knew the person and you had, like, memories and emotional connection with them. That would be more difficult for sure. But I don't know, man. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, we all die. Right, yeah. And if I mean, you see, I, like, a dead, dead armadillo on the side of the road, you're like, eh, there's a dead armadillo. Well, here's the inner... No, but here's the inner... Not to I'm, compare, I'm, like, I'm, a person to an armadillo. Right, oh, man. Right, right, right. This but, is going downhill fast. No, no, we... No, no, I think I think We have to go people, over the black box and <laughs> figure out where we went wrong here. I think most people get where you're coming from. But, like, him, he he won't go hunting with me because the, the bunny's cute. He doesn't want to see the I, I don't go hunting. I've, I've never I mean, gone hunting fine. before, but I but I do think life. that's interesting. Like he can't tolerate dead bodies, but like the thought of a you know a dead bunny or something, he's you're not too excited about that, are you? Mm. No, even that tasty. Well, bunny. and it, it might be you know like you me personally, like I'm not vegan or anything. I'm not I'm not living off the land. Like I I'm not Paul Bunyan over here forging well, through the Oregon either, Trail. But, you know, like I don't have to go kill a deer to survive. I can go to Walmart. <laughs> you can't get deer meat at Walmart. Uh, I don't need deer meat. All right, well, we're anyway. going to go ahead and end the podcast now. VR's <laughs> <Everyone>. cool. <laughs> this, this is the last one. Sorry, Jacob. ruined Jacob. it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Blame Jason. No, uh, okay, but... But anyway, VR's a cool topic. Um, yeah. And we can obviously talk a lot more about a lot of different things, but yeah, I didn't do any research, so I apologize. Well, 
you didn't we didn't really need to do research i mean we're just oh, we're just we talking about it well you have done research you, you've you've uh you yourself have been immersed in the world of vr well i mean you brought up the book ready player one well the movie that was your like four way four way <laughs> your foray <laughs> into your play in the well we can't do wait a minute what jacob's not here uh <laughs> Um, but anyway, I think that is also like a good gateway for people to kind of get into this kind of, I don't want to say it's like a culture or like a movement, but I mean, like it is, I mean, it's a culture. It's like the next step in gaming. And I think it's here to stay. I think a lot of people thought it was like a fad or a gimmick, but I mean, you have like people opening up VR. There's one in Joplin right now. Gameco, they have their own VR room. You can go and you can play mm. VR games. Now they've got like. Have you seen those treadmills? Yeah, I was there's just about to bring that up. See, that's there's awesome. A, I could promote weight loss in these obese. For sure. For sure. Hey, you like video games, but you hate exercising? Well, look, come on. And that's Let's what try the, it out. that's what the main drive behind like the Connect was was to get people up and moving, right? Or the Wii Fit. Or the Wii Fit. I mean, the Wii in general. It was to get you up and moving. And I think get tennis elbow. Yeah. It'd from be. from swinging a plastic <laughs> controller around. So violently doing so. What what would be helpful? <laughs> For all of that is if more developers would embrace the technology. Because it, it seems like there's just a very limited range of, of VR games. Right. And I feel, I mean, I feel like we're actually starting to get to that point. Because so. you see a lot of bigger developers now, like Gearbox and 2K with right. Borderlands 2. Like, those are those are pretty big developers. And, and, and didn't Bethesda, I don't know if they did. Skyrim. They did Skyrim. Did they do any of the Fallout games? In no. No, Fallout 4 is on. Is it really? Uh, is on... Uh, what was the one you're talking about? Vive or something? The the Steam one is Valve. Is that the one you're talking about? Well, I, HTC Vive is that. is just like a different. I mean, it's like you can play Vive and Oculus Go using Steam. Pretty sure to get all your games. Yeah, we'll we'll look it up right now. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a mod for it, but I didn't know if they had a, like an official release. Uh, yeah, yeah fall, on Steam. Yep, that's awesome. So whatever, dude, that would be awesome. And I mean, a lot of the, I think the big downfall, you guys have talked about treadmills and stuff. I think the big downfall right now is like, obviously, if you're in your living room, you're not going to have a treadmill. Yeah, you don't have a lot of room. So like a lot of these are like point and click and that's how you use movement on these games. But what about some of these, what about some of these gyms that are kind of more catered towards the casual exercise person, like, like Planet Fitness? I mean, they're, they're. Where they have pizza. You know, not, do what? They have pizza. Do they do really? Yeah. I know they have like... They, they have free pizza like Tuesdays or something. Okay. So, okay. Exactly. So, that kind of gym. What, why not... Uh, what's What happened? I hit the uh, the pop screen. Oh, yeah. You're good. Um, but yeah, a gym like that, why not have Why not have a couple of those set up? I, I, you know, eventually we might see that. Um, I think right now, price is the big name of the game. You know, well, look at how. What do you mean, prizes? I mean, okay, no, I'm not going to attack you, but you, but but, but I'm going to attack you. <laughs> I'm, I am going to attack you. I mean, look, I'm I'm not going to talk shit on people, but there are a lot of people who they get a gym membership and they don't really go, but they maintain that gym membership right. because they have this, uh, they have this feeling of of guilt if they cancel that membership. Well, I just They're meant like, like oh, price on on the gym's perspective, like if for them to run these rooms and that, all that's that stuff, my point. They're getting all this money from people who aren't even using the facility. So, I mean, it's kind of free money for these. For but these if they're gyms. taking that free money out of their pocket to put back into the company, it's less money in their pocket. I don't know. That's a whole nother. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. But, but still, yet, I mean. But anyways, I don't know. I think we might get Let's to the get point. It on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gloves are on. 
I don't know. I think we'll get to the point where you see more VR, like arcades popping up, um, which will be cool. I miss I miss arcades. <laughs> now it's not a VR arcade, but there is one in Joplin. Yeah. Have you? Uh, I, he's been there. I have. Uh, the one that is on Main Street. Yeah, Flicker, it's like a barcade, right? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I mean those, and that's that's nostalgia based, right there, man. That's gonna drive people in just because it reminds them of stuff that's not there anymore. Dude, it, yeah. I mean, marketing anymore. It, you can just so easily. You guys, millennials. you could do an entire episode on nostalgia. <laughs> oh, you totally marketing. could. Yeah. Maybe, but uh, maybe you'll have to come back for that. Oh, I don't know if I can do that. I probably won't be asked back after this one. Oh, you will be. <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, the place in Joplin, uh, not to plug a, a place, but has uh-huh. has a... You v- already said it. So Gameco has a VR room. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think you're going to see more and more of that, and I think it's going to get more and more popular, and it's going to become more and more cost-effective. And I think it's going to be used for an array of things, not just gaming. So I'm excited for yeah. it. I know I've, I've already said that three times, I, but I, I'm super excited for it. I'm excited more more for the. Uh, again, I haven't played VR. I haven't done any kind of VR gaming, but I am excited for it. Uh, just in in other aspects, I mean, is such as what we were talking earlier for education, yeah. job training. Uh, you know, e- even for disabled peoples, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, some people, they, they, you know, it's not like they're ever going to climb a mountain or anything. And so, or like, at you, least, you see the world. Like, I've never yeah. been to Paris, but now I physically, yeah, don't have the capability of doing that. Mm-hmm. This is a good way for you to do that. Yeah, you know, and a lot of the apps that are like tourism based like that are usually free. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's just getting the tech into those people's hands and letting them use it. Yeah. But like you said, I mean, it's going to be like I think like how technology is right now. Probably, I mean, just the way technology is, if it's not accessible to everyone, it will soon be. I mean, yeah, just like automobiles, you know, right? Early days, right. you had to be who knows how rich to have a It'd model be Henry T. Ford rich. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, but now everyone has a car. It'll be like Ready Player One before we know it. Even though there won't be any schools, people will just go to VR school. VR there won't school. be jobs. You'll just go to VR jobs. Oh, I mean, hell, your currency will be VR based. We we could uh, we could talk a lot about education and be how. really really mm-hmm. lean people. Actually, no, it'll probably be yeah, like everybody it'll probably be like Wally. Like they'll they'll figure <laughs> like there'll be some yeah. like backdoor companies that are like, well, you could play VR from this comfy chair, uh-huh. and it'll inject Doritos into your mouth. <laughs> Dude, that'd be awesome. It'd be better if it was a queso and Doritos, but it's like a slurry with feeding tube. It's like zebra cakes, Doritos with a little bit of like Mountain Dew mixed in, and you just kind of like gulp it down. Well, like mashed into a paste. Yeah, a feeding tube. <laughs> I think we need to run to the grocery store and uh, get me a blender, and we're gonna try something. Well, you don't need a blender; you use your fist. You just you punch it. Yeah, you're drunk. Yeah, oh, okay. porter and mescal. Mescal. What do you? Whatever the thing is. Mescaline. No, <laughs> mortar and pestle. I said, oh, you know, I mean, yeah. How about this? I mean, why why spend money on all this expensive equipment? Like, just get uh, get some LSD, and uh, you got again, you I, got augmented reality right there. I, I am not a uh, <laughs> medical professional, and I do not condone that. <laughs> all right. On that note, I think uh, we're going to wrap it up now. Yeah, it was Thanks. fun. Uh, good. So, yeah, I had a good time. How, how was your first podcast experience? Uh, I don't know. I guess you just you'll you'll find you'll find out. If anyone actually downloads and or listens to this. Is this going to be the one you don't listen to? <laughs> yeah, probably. You think so? Yeah. Dude, it is, a, it is a trip listening to your own voice. Yeah. 
I can't. I, I'm one of those people. Who I can't, invited the 13 year old to I can't the podcast? Stand it. Me. VR is cool. <laughs> <laughs> All VR, right. VR. Well, this was life, death, and everything in between. Thank you very much for listening. Um, like, comment, uh, you know, all that stuff they say on YouTube. You can do that. Uh, but if you have any uh, anything to say, please message me or Jacob on Facebook or do whatever not platform. message me. Yeah, don't. I uh, will not respond. He probably won't. <laughs> He'll probably block you immediately. But yeah, if you like it, let us know. If you hate it, let us know. David, I liked it. Oh, he loves it. No, I, well, now you're putting words in my mouth. I'm putting <laughs> words in his mouth. Put something else in his mouth. All right, bye. Bye. See ya.